Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Gabby. And I'm Sarah. And we are two physical therapy students on our journey to get that DPT debt free. And our vision for you is to get through PT school on your first try without any debt. Join us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. The SPT Secret Society is open for students who are looking to make a massive change in their PT school journey with fellow SPTs from around the world through our three pillars of study habits, personal development, and finances. This is for the motivated SPT ready to take action now because you know PT school is only a couple years long. So what are you waiting for? Click the link right now in the show notes to join us in the SPT Secret Society. And get your first month free by emailing us, ecretsay, E-C-R-E-T-S-A-Y. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. Well, hello, everyone. We, Sarah and I, are recording this uh, episode separately today, just with family and being on the holidays. We wanted to share with you our 2020 reflections. And if you hear the audio um, a little differently, it's because Sarah and I are recording this separate, as I said, and just wanted to come on here and share my reflections of this year. But before I do that, I just want to welcome you all to another episode of Gratitude. And this is episode 206. And we are so excited. Um, We, you know, we've talked, uh, Sarah and I talked earlier, just about what 2020 has given us. And I'm going to share some of my thoughts And what I wrote from my journal back in, well, back in, uh, in 2019, at the end of 2019, when I was making my goals for 2020. So if you are listening or watching this and you are not in the student physical therapist network group, definitely come in the group. We have a, we have a great Uh, group of students and physical therapists, and you can watch Sarah and I do our weekly uh, every Friday or Saturday on this group or in this group. And sorry, I'm getting all of the uh, comments up. So if you guys are team live or team replay, let us know and let's get to it. So before I was, before I started recording this, I was looking in my journal from 2019 and what were some of the goals that I set personally just because you know looking into what 2020 has brought us um it's brought us a lot and uh it's definitely been it's definitely been a year but some of the things that I wrote down in 2019 three words um for my 2020 were connection so I'm going to go through each one of these but 2020 has brought a lot of connection 
you know, with me, I've connected with so many of you uh, virtually. And that's actually been one of the really awesome highlights of 2020, um, not only for me, but I know for a lot of you as well, is having those connections with each other. Although, you know, you're, you're talking to your, your screen or your camera, and you're not able to see the person physically, but still, this year has brought so many awesome connections on social media, on so many other platforms through virtual conferences, virtual uh, webinars, seminars. And it's actually been really great in that way because we've had access and been able to connect with so many people who we thought we would never ever think of doing that. And it really just goes to show how how close you are to a person. So Sarah and I like to talk a lot about you're only one or two degrees for, of separation from insert your the person who you look up to, who you follow on social media, and that has definitely proven uh, true this year because there are so many people that I would have never been connected to if it wasn't for this time of. Uh, being able to do that and not being afraid to just send that person a message or a voice message to introduce yourself and say how, you know, how you know them, whether it be a mutual friend or the content that they're putting out, because it really does make a difference. And it starts to develop that relationship to where you have, to, to where you have a relationship where you're able to, you know, maybe have that person as a mentor. And for me, that definitely happened this year. I reached out to um, a woman physical therapist uh, named Kim and Rondina. And she, you know, she has definitely been one of the people this year who I've connected to and has changed my life, you know, just because of that connection on LinkedIn. And if I didn't reach out to her, then I definitely think things would be different because um, she helped me a lot through the last half of the year and just want to give a shout out to Kim. Um, but connections is one of them. And I know we haven't been able to be connected in person and, you know, for a lot of us, especially if you're, you know, one of those people like myself who is extroverted and you need that physical, um, physical energy, physical touch, like a hug, um, to get you motivated and, to get you back on track. Although that was missing this year, I still think a lot of good came from virtual connections and I miss conferences. Don't get me wrong. Definitely miss seeing, um, you know, people who I would see every year at a conference and, you know, the physical therapy conferences as well, where you're able to see and interact with students each year. But the connections that I made from virtual conferences, uh, I would have never imagined, like I said. So uh, connections was one of my words. And then the other one was consistency. And for consistency, what I mean by that what is um, just being accountable for yourself and not falling off track. And I feel like at some points during this year, I, I know I definitely did. And for a lot of you, especially as a student, it has been hard to stay focused and consistent when it comes to schoolwork, when it comes to, you know, just having your routine, going to the gym, eating right, whatever it may be for you. And I feel like consistency really uh, 
consistency really, you know, had a, had a big, um, part of this year of just, just keep going and not, not giving up even when it gets hard. And we all know that this year was really difficult in a lot of ways and just keep like to keep showing up and not give up is at least for me, consistency that has been, um, apparent this year for me. And although there were a lot of times where I wanted to just stop and, uh, sit in the background, I knew I couldn't do that. And one of those things was, um, with everything going on with, you know, racism and social injustice in our country, uh, during this year, it has been, it's taught me a lot. It's taught me a lot to be consistent with speaking up and not sitting, not sitting behind and, um, not saying anything. So I, I really learned a lot in regards to that aspect and, and even checking my, my own biases as well, um, especially for the uh, colleagues who I interact with, especially um, those of minority and my Black friends, SPTs, colleagues who I know I will be, um, who mean the world to me and who are really dear friends of just being there for them and making sure that I, I check my own biases as well and really being in that deep reflection. So I feel like consistency has been such a huge thing and it's definitely been, it's definitely been a time to be consistent and to keep your word, like I said. And the other, the other, uh, the other thing that I had for, uh, 2020 was uncomfortable growth. And I think we can all say that uncomfortable growth was definitely a part of this year. There have been so many uh, times during COVID and the pandemic where we've had to just completely pivot, completely change our plans, not, you know, not going back to our old, um, or not old, I should say, our former uh former routines and having a, a new, really a new life because we're still not, we're, it's, this is still not over. We are still in COVID. And although as we are recording this now, there is a vaccine, which is amazing. You know, life's never going to be the same. And I think that's one thing uh, I've had to just really be in deep thought with of, you know, things are not going to be going back to normal like they were this time last year. And we, you know, we really have to think about that and say, okay, what are, what are the things that I need to do forward in order to, you know, be the best version of myself in this new normal. And, you know, the, the uncomfortable growth of that, I mean, that is growth. If you, pivoted or if you change, you know, anything this year, you have gone through something uncomfortable, but it's made you, it hasn't, it hasn't had, it, you weren't stagnant during this time. That's what I'm trying to say. You, although it really sucked in the moment, you were able to, you know, keep going and keep learning and reflecting on whatever it is it was for you. So I'll just give a quick story in school. We officially went online in March and looking back at that, looking back at my journal, 
of journaling during that time. Um, and that's another piece that's been huge for me during this time is journaling. But even looking back and seeing going from in-person PT school to online and having clinical rotations during this time, there was a lot of uh, just frustration and you know, it really, it really did teach me, um, to be, to be patient. And I, I really had to learn how to study online to study when I, um, you know, I wasn't, I really wasn't in the mood. And for a lot of us as students, we, we felt that, especially if you're in PT school, um, you know, pre COVID and then during COVID, or if you started PT school, online during the pandemic when you were supposed to be in person it's i mean i can't even i can't even put into words how how tough that is and that was for a lot of you especially finishing your first semester or if it was your last semester whatever it may be clinical rotations we have heard so many of you who have just been resilient during this time and i want to personally tell you that I'm really proud of you. And although, you know, you have the, you have connections on social media, um, it truly makes a difference when someone says, I am proud of you for what you've gone through this year, because no one else has, has done this. And it's just really important to, to have that for yourself and to feel like you, to feel like you really, you know, deserved it because you do. And you shouldn't feel selfish about that because you have, you have endured and you've gone through such a, um, a trial, like a difficult and trialing time and that shouldn't go unnoticed. So I want to personally say, I am proud of you. And this 2020 year has definitely threw a lot of curveballs at us. It's been um, emotional. It's been filled with grief and loss, loss and change. I mean, there are so many words to describe 2020, but I just wanted to share those three for me personally and what I had and how um, 2020 shaped me in those ways. But I'm really excited to see what the new year has in store. And at least for me, there are definitely going to be a lot of changes and I'm ready for them, but I'm not, <laughs> especially um, completely uh, moving across the country. And that's one thing I will give you all insight about um, next week in our 2021 New Year episode. Uh, Sarah and I will be going through that. But again, I just want to reflect on 2020 and just say that it's been a year and you are not alone, and I'm proud of you. So uh, just wanted to give you all that insight, and I hope you have a great weekend, a great start to uh, the last week of December and on to the new year of 2021. And we will see you all here next week where Sarah and I will be back, and we will see you all then. All right. So welcome to another episode of Gratitude, everybody. Today, as you can see, if you are watching in the Student Physical Therapist Network Facebook group, 
it's a little different. It's just me right now. Gabby did her live earlier today. We are doing them separately today because it's the holidays. We're struggling to coordinate times right now. So we're going to do it like this. And this is actually our last weekly episode of the year 2020. It is December 26, 2020, as I'm recording this. And we just want to, well, I just want to look back at 2020 and talk about it a little bit, right? Today's all about 2020 reflections. It's preparing to move on to 2021 coming soon, right? Next week already. And if you guys are on here live or team replay, please put down below. Let's connect. I want to see where you guys are at and who is tuning in here. And if you listened to Gabby's live earlier, you heard her talk about 2019. And every year, I like to come up with a word or three for the coming year. So Gabby talked about what her three words were for for 2020. And I want to talk about what my words were for 2020 as well. And that's what I want to start with today. So I actually had four words just because I really struggled narrowing it down. And my four words for 2020 that I came up with on December 31st of 2019 were unlock, family, bold, and resilience. And I really couldn't think of any better words for 2020, even now looking back at 2020. As many of you have gone through this year, I'm sure we all have many different words we would like to use to describe it. I'm going to stick with those for the sake of our episode today. And although new year year goals are cliche, they're cliche for a reason, right? You can make change at any time of the year, but we just want to take this time right now to truly look back and be reflective, right? Like what's the point of going through life and never learning from what you have experienced, your failures, all those things, right? Your, all your experiences. And that's what today's about. So This year, for me at least, started with a lot of excitement. I don't know about you guys, but in January, I was so excited. I was headed into, I had two more didactic semesters left of PT school, meaning like semesters where you're sitting in class, listening to lecture, going to lab, that kind of thing. Um, I only had two left and I could not wait. And I was so excited. And I also had some traveling things coming up soon. We, Gabby and I went to Jamaica in February of 2020. Um, I went to CSM in Denver 2020 in February as well. And it was so much fun. Like February of this year was my absolute favorite month, probably of the whole year, like in a long time too, even not just considering 2020. And uh, in March, things kind of shifted a little bit, right? Then it became a lot of anticipation, a lot of anxiety. Um, In March is actually when my fiance and I went down to Florida to look for apartments because I found out my, both my long-term rotations were going to be in the same city down in Florida. So I was like, okay, we need to go find an apartment. We took spring break to go and try to find one. And it was our, it was almost the last day of our spring break when we were still in Florida, that everything hit and things were shutting down. And I was like, well, we need to get back to Ohio. So we drove all the way back to Ohio. And uh, it was just a lot of like change very suddenly, right? A lot of you, your schools may have said, well, we don't want you coming back to campus except to move out your stuff. 
and that's kind of how it went. So um, I went back, got my stuff a few months later <laughs> and just pivoted everything. And it was quite an experience to say the least. And all of a sudden, the biggest worry on my mind was, well, what now? Like everything was online. We had a lot of labs to make up. And I know many of you have been through the same experience. You might have been in person until everything hit. And then you're like, well, now I have all these labs that I have to do in person, right? Well, there's now or later. And that was the spot where I was at. I was like, okay, so when are we actually going to be able to make up these six or seven months of labs that we're missing? before our next long-term rotation, which was supposed to be in August, which it did end up being the end of August, but I was concerned it wouldn't be till October. And I was like, well, where am I going to live? How do I know where I need to find an apartment? Like if the clinical has changed or is canceled or it's postponed or whatever. And there was just a lot up in the air. And I think it was so stressful too, because it just didn't, it didn't just affect me, right? Like it affected all of you and also affected your immediate family and friends. And so it was a lot of anxiety, a lot of anticipation, the unknown about, okay, so is my graduation going to be delayed now? Um, I'm now suddenly isolated. I'm not seeing my classmates. I'm doing a lot of this seemingly alone, right? I know many of you have felt that. And it was not easy to say the least. Um, and so I want to just reflect back, not just on that, because that was kind of the beginning of the isolation, the beginning of COVID, but to reflect back on like the social injustices that became extremely evident, right? Even if you guys had never really considered some of this stuff before, you had to now. And thank God things are hopefully changing, finally changing. And I'm not going to spend this whole episode talking about it. We could do another episode talking about it. But the extreme polarization that this year has brought has been insane. And I don't know if you guys have seen The Social Dilemma. It's a Netflix documentary, not sponsored or anything. I just really, really liked it. I think everybody should watch it. Um, but it helped explain a lot of like why such the extreme polarization especially when we're all isolated and stuck on our phones and then we're fed the same stuff that we enjoy watching and we're in our own little snowballs, our little snow globes, whatever you want to call it. And each of us is like, why isn't everyone else seeing the same thing that I'm seeing? Why is everybody thinking so extremely differently? And it's because we're not all seeing the same things. Um, I could go down so many tangents here, but I just wanted to say that briefly. And if you guys haven't seen it, go and watch it right now. And I know it sounds weird, me on a podcast, telling you all to go watch The Social Dilemma, um, but I think it's really, really important for everybody to see it. And so this brings up a lot of questions like, so how are we actually going to create change? And it starts with people like you, right? It starts with people like me. It starts with all of you. And it starts at an individual level. And I like how, um, I don't know, many of you do know, but some of you don't, about Level Up Initiative. And I love how they always talk about, you know, change starts with the individual. And that's where all change is going to start. So I do have faith that things will change. Things will look up um, and not just changes in like the government and this kind of stuff. And this may seem kind of deep for some of you today, but I think it's so important to talk about, but changes in the education system, right? Especially when everything suddenly was online, even though we were totally unprepared for this. 
especially many professors who maybe never had to teach remotely before. They had been teaching for many, many, many years and suddenly had to figure out how the heck do I work Zoom? How the heck do I communicate with my students in a way that they're going to learn and absorb and retain information as if we were still going through in person? How do we get the participation? How do we motivate people? How do we um, just best go through this process together? And I think that was really hard, but I think it was really cool to see such a sudden extreme change. Although some programs were already hybrid, it was super easy for them because not much changed, right? They just kind of shifted when they did their in-person labs. But I think seeing the cooperation between so many programs, not just physical therapy, right? This is all professions, all majors going through this, but especially the healthcare professions who need the in-person hands-on part and need to have clinical rotations somehow. It was really cool to see everybody working together and collaborating with the programs who were hybrid and everyone being like, okay, how have you guys done this? How can we adopt this now, like next week, <laughs> so that we can help our students through this and not take a semester break from PG school just because a pandemic suddenly hit and we can't be in person anymore. And I think it was really cool to see people being bold in their decisions, in their decision making, even if the initial reaction of the students is, oh my God, how could they possibly do this? I think for the safety of everybody, um, it worked out, you know, no matter what your program said, it all worked out in the end. Um, whether graduation was delayed or not, we all have had many different experiences throughout kind of the same overarching um, moment in time. And I think uh, 2020 was a lot of finding true priorities, right? People are, were no longer working, maybe. Maybe you guys weren't working at the gyms anymore. You weren't bartending. You weren't um, going to do your GA position on campus anymore. You weren't doing X, Y, Z, whatever it may have been. And it's not just you, right? It's your family. Maybe people in your family were let go from work or working from home. Like this was a crazy time. And I think people realize priorities, right? Priorities are not necessarily work. Priorities are not necessarily the money either. Priorities are not necessarily, I need to drive to this place for 40 hours plus a week to make this amount of money to then be able to pay for the car that I'm using to drive to work, which then pays for the food to put on the table or pays to go out to this dinner place, whatever it may be. I think people realize it's not about work or the money, but it, instead it's about the time and the cash flow. And I think this time really shifted a lot of people's minds about what is important. What's important to you? Truly, what is important to you? Um, maybe it's not work, but it's your career. Maybe it's what you really love to do and finding hobbies and all these other things. So I know I'm just kind of maybe going on a bit of a, a tangent today, <laughs> um, but I think reflecting back on 2020 has been really, really amazing. And I think for me, the biggest lesson learned in 2020 is comes back to the four words that I had said December 31st of 2019, and it was unlock. Unlock for me meant unlock a lot of the barriers I had been putting on myself, the barriers that kind of 
people put in society, right? And unlock a lot of these old mindsets that a lot of people have had, including myself in the past. And my second word was family. And it was, wow, now I have time to figure out, okay, what can we do as a family when it no longer revolves around going out to a place and eating or going out and doing something um, like bowling or to the movies or whatever. And now we're kind of forced to deal with what is going on in the household or what is going on with your friends or whatever it is. I think it created a lot more deep connection. And obviously resilience, that's like a massive word for 2020, right? You are all so resilient. I am so proud of every single one of you. And the last word was bold. And I think a lot of bold decisions were made from the quote unquote higher ups, but not just that. Bold decisions like on the individual level, bold decisions to keep pushing forward towards your doctor of physical therapy, even when it got hard even when you were no longer in person, even when or if you started PT school online and have yet to meet your professors or classmates. And I'm really looking forward to 2021. And how do we want the world to look moving forward? I think this is the question we should have been asking ourselves the whole time. But that's what we're going to talk about in the next episode. So our next weekly will be about setting goals and visions for 2020. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude. We would absolutely love to hear your biggest takeaway from this episode and share it out on all of the social media platforms and tag us so we can see it. And if you like our show, the best thing you could do is to take a minute to write a review to help us get this out to more students like you to shift the narrative away from stressed and broke SPT.